గుడ్ ఈవెనింగ్ వెల్కమ్ టు టీవీఎస్ మోటార్స్ త్రీకి ఎఫ్ఐ ట్వంటీ వన్ పోస్టల్ కాన్ఫరెన్స్ కాల్ ఫ్రమ్ టీవీఎస్ మోటార్స్ మేనేజ్మెంట్ వీ హ్యావ్ విత్ టుడే మిస్టర్ కెఎన్ రాధాకృష్ణన్ డైరెక్టర్ అండ్ చీఫ్ ఎగ్జిక్యూటివ్ ఆఫీసర్ అండ్ మిస్టర్ కె గోపాల్ దేశిక చీఫ్ ఫైనాన్షియల్ ఆఫీసర్ మిస్టర్ కెఎన్ రాధాకృష్ణన్ విల్ మేక్ ఓపెనింగ్ రిమార్క్స్ ఆన్ ద త్రీకి పర్ఫార్మెన్స్ అండ్ ద అవుట్పుట్ ఫర్ ద కంపెనీ టు బి ఫాలోడ్ ద ప్రెసెంట్ ఆన్సర్ సెషన్ ఓవర్ టు సార్ గుడ్ ఈవెనింగ్ గుడ్ ఈవెనింగ్ ఎవ్రీ వన్ లెట్ మీ టేక్ దిస్ ఆపర్చునిటీ టు విష్ యూ all of you your team members your family a very happy new year trust all members your family are safe god bless with great health lots of happiness peace and prosperity we are extremely glad to present the q3 numbers of pvs and motors this quarter company recorded the highest ever revenue and profits 5404 crores revenue with a growth of 31% EBITDA 511 crores growth of 41% PBT 362 crores CAC 266 crores during the first 9 months period focused working capital management and improved operating performance helped the company to generate free cash flow of 1616 crores these proceeds are used to reduce the debt lean stock with the dealers also helped to unleash the blocked working capital across the supply chain During Q3, two-wheeler sales in domestic markets have grown by 21% and international markets by 31% ahead of the industry growth of 13% and 20% respectively. The total export of the company grew from 2.17 lakhs last year Q3 to 2.61 lakhs during this quarter. A growth of 20% despite scarcity and availability of containers. the demand in export market continues to be robust <coughs> availability of containers continues to be a challenge even in the month of january all brands have done well and we hope to maintain this momentum in q4 and in the next year we have grown ahead of the industry both in domestic and international market and this direction and the growth will continue now coming back to q3 highest ever revenue of 5404 crores during this quarter with a growth of 31% compared to 4126 crores last year third quarter domestic sales grew by 21% compared to the industry growth of 13% two wheeler export grew by 31% compared to the industry growth of 20% total two wheeler grew by 23% compared to last year uh, same quarter 9.52 lakhs numbers which are with last year 7.73 lakhs our sales of premium brands like apache entorc and jupiter classic and grande have grown both in uh, international market and domestic markets the mix is also becoming richer 34% to 37% three wheelers for this quarter is 0.38 lakhs registered highest ever ebitda of 511 crores grew by 41% over last last year third quarter robust growth of revenue coupled with continued focus in cost reduction initiatives helped the company to improve the ebitda for the quarter 9.5% compared to 8.8% during q3 of last year 1920 cbt before exceptional items for this quarter is 362 crores last year 222 crores it grew by 63% last year third quarter company had reported a one time exceptional reversal of 76 crores 
uh, in PBT. The plant for the quarter is 266 crores. Last year was 121 crores. In the board meeting today, we have declared an interim dividend of 2.1 rupees per share, 210%, absorbing a sum of 99.77 crores. PTTVS has sold 15,699 two-wheelers compared to 12,877. We have also sold three-wheelers, 1,797. The PBT for PBT, uh, PTTVS is 0.3 million. In terms of uh, products in Q3, Apache RTR 4V dual channel ABS motorcycle with three ride modes, sport, urban and rain for uh, adaptable ride experience. This is the first in this segment. And uh, TVS Apache RTR 204V comes with adjustable front and rear suspension, adjustable brake and clutch lever, and refined brake system. We also launched TVS Entor 125 Super Squad Edition inspired by Marvel Avengers. Company has associated with the Disney India's consumer product business to introduce a special Super Squad Edition. The response uh, for this product are extremely good. And as you know, TVS Entorque 125 is India's first Bluetooth connected scooter with RTFI technology. We have also put a glossy yellow and a black variant in TVS Entorque for the season. And Apache RTR 204V single channel ABS variant is also launched with the TVS Smart Connect and Glide Through Technology, GTT. When we look at the Q4, I think the monsoon has been very good this year and the reservoir levels are pretty good comparing the last few years. The excellent carriage cost and the higher sowing in Rabi season, we are confident that rural demand will go up. We hope that uh, uh, during the union budget, government will introduce various measures to spur the demand. We also hope that GST rate will be considered for a reduction of 28 to 18 because it is important to note that, uh, you know, including all the cost increases and lifetime cost all put together, there is a significant increase in the last three years to the end consumer, almost 50%. So a review of the GST will definitely favor improvement in the demand. Good news is uh, most of the urban markets are now open and we are witnessing pre-COVID-19 levels of customer retail. Government of India has started vaccination program and gradually most parts of the country will be covered in the following month. This will also help in improving customer confidence and lead to growth in the economy. Two-wheeler sales during Q4, the industry will witness higher growth levels mainly due to the base effect of last year. And we are confident that TVS will do grow much ahead of the industry during Q4. We continue to maintain a very healthy stock of closer to four weeks or slightly less than four weeks with the dealers. International markets are witnessing very good growth due to stable oil prices, availability of foreign currency and stability in exchange rates. We are witnessing more premiumization in all markets. We are confident that our premium products like Apache, Entorque, Jupiter ZX and Grande series will continue to have a very good demand both in domestic and international market. We will continue to invest in new product development and in digital technology space. 
We are planning series of product launches during the first half of the forthcoming financial year. <coughs> On the EV front, as you know, we have TVS IQ receiving excellent response in Bangalore. We will be launching in many other cities, and the feedback is very, very positive. We are also investing in a series of new products in EV, and will be launched in appropriate time. We have a very strong portfolio of mega brands like Apache, Jupiter, Entar, Star Range, HLX, Radeon, TVS King, and we expect TVSM to grow ahead of the industry, both domestic, international market. Retail financing will definitely help, and it will be a key enabler going forward. Robust revenue growth, increased premiumization, and continued focus on cost reduction initiatives will lead to sustained EBITDA improvement in the short term and in the medium term. Thank you. This is the operator, so should we start questions and answer? Sure. Thank you very much. We will now begin the question and answer session. Anyone who wishes to ask a question may press star and one on their touchstone telephone. If you wish to remove yourself from the question queue, you may press star and two. Participants are requested to use handsets while asking a question. Ladies and gentlemen, we will wait for a moment while the question queue assembles. Reminder to the participants, anyone who wishes to ask a question may press star and one at this time. The first question is from the line of Pramod Kumar from Goldman Sachs. Please go ahead. Yeah, uh, thanks a lot for the opportunity, sir, and congratulations on a good operational performance. Uh, so I had uh, uh, a few questions related to uh, your uh, uh, P&L and then on balance sheet. Uh, first question is on the employee expense side. Uh, we understand you have reinstated uh, the salaries for uh, employees to the pre-COVID levels, but uh, this quarter you have seen that your employee expense have kind of jumped to 269 crore, kind of a number which is much higher than what it used to be earlier. So just want to understand, is there a bit of a one-off or have you provided for two quarters of salary reinstatement or is there some retirement benefit which is clubbed uh, there? No, we first we reverse the salaries and we also given increases on salaries. Uh, that is one reason. That is the main reason. That is the main reason. And uh, because of this uh, commodity availability, COVID, uh, and uh, very good demand, some, some uh, you know, increase in uh, uh, overtime, all this has been there. That is primarily to make sure that the production doesn't suffer. Then okay. once the situation becomes better, I think that will, that will come down. So, would you expect the employee level, the staff expense to kind of uh, normalize down to again 230-240 crores kind of a handle quarterly, what, where you used to operate earlier, or would you expect it to be more like 250-260 kind of a number? Here, here, what we have to look at is, uh, uh, you remember we had a salary cut and it was revised. So, yes. salary will not be substantially higher going forward. However, uh, increases will be there uh, in terms of uh, the minimum increases and uh, the performance incentive bonuses, those things will be there. And sir, and the raw material said, how should one look at it? Because that's been flagged as a big concern for the industry, uh, right? And and so how, how much of the commodity inflation is already kind of reflected in the third quarter result? And how do you hope to tackle this? Because you did lay emphasis on that you continue to see EBITDA, EBITDA uh, kind of getting better and better. So uh, just it can just help us understand Given this uh, substantial headwind, what are the things which you're doing in terms of pricing actions and uh, uh, also the cost reduction and efforts, and how much of this already kind of uh, 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 already accounted for in the third quarter? Well, sir? 
See, the the material costs are going up not necessarily because of huge increase in demand. I think it is primarily going up because of the global reasons and overall uh, issues. Uh, with respect to our uh, uh, cost increases, uh, uh, we are also taking up prices. Okay, there is a. Uh, for example, uh, uh, we have taken up prices from 1st of uh, January or 2nd of January, uh, almost to the tune of uh, 2%. Uh, the material cost uh, may be uncovered, maybe 0.7, may be there. But that we will manage uh, <coughs> in terms of product mix and the overall volume and cost reduction. Okay. And uh, uh, so, uh, on the interactive market and more on the demand side, uh, you did talk about uh, a sustained container shortage, and we understand uh, that export demand is uh, much, much more stronger than the domestic demand. So is it fair to assume that uh, exports will continue to see sequential ramp-up for the foreseeable future at your end? See, we have, uh, uh, we have grown both in international market and domestic market. See, if you look at uh, Q3, in domestic market, we have, 20, we have grown 21% ahead of the industry, and in international market, 31%. Okay, so growth is there in both the markets. International market, we could have grown a little higher if the if the timely availability of containers were there, and that we are feeling some some pressure because of the non-availability and timely availability of the containers. That is still continuing in January also. Okay, so last question on the from the balance sheet side, uh, your interest plus other other income has kind of narrowed down materially, and yeah, uh, and you did talk about 1600 crores kind of uh, cash generation. I believe a lot of that would be because of your receivables number coming down because you have moved to a zero credit policy to dealers. But how sustainable is this? And uh, uh, also, if you can provide us an update as to whether by end of pre-Q or as we speak today, what is the state of the balance sheet in terms of your net debt position, sir, and the sustainability of the same directionally? See, this uh, cash generation has been the focus. And uh, like I said, we have the lean stock with the, with the dealers, and we have uh, we have definitely looked at overall supply chain cost, uh, supply chain uh, working capital. Oh, that has definitely helped us to bring down uh, uh, all the debt. So, 1,616 crores we have generated during this year in the first nine months. Only purely focusing on the working capital and improved operating performance. So, this uh, performance will continue. This will continue. This focus and the drive on cash will continue. So are we a net cash company now, as we speak now, or, or practically net cash? Because we were already down to 0.15 debt equity last quarter, first half balance sheet. So I just wanted to update on that, given that you generated another 600 crores of cash this quarter as well. Yeah, net of cash, net of cash, uh, uh, we can say that we are debt-free. We have a long-term sales tax-related different loan, which is uh, an interest rate of 0.05%. Which is the only loan which cannot be repaid. Otherwise, we are we are debt free today. Net of cash. Great to hear that. Thanks a lot and congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you. The next question is from the line of Sham Sundar Sriram from Sundaram Mutual Fund. Please go ahead. Yeah. Hi, sir. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, thanks for taking my question, sir. Um, so firstly, on the demand side, um, in, in, in the in the domestic market, sir, uh, from a scooter's perspective, um, how are we seeing the scooter's demand improving? Of course, Q3 did see a very uh, good improvement sequentially. Going forward, are we seeing further improvement on the scooter's side uh, in, the, in the domestic market? 
and uh, similarly on the export side sir we are seeing good very good numbers on an average in q3 it was around 87000 uh, per per month kind of a number now is there any pent up demand in in the export market and if you can give any perspective on the geographies are faring better than the others um, on the export side on on scooter industry uh, the urban markets uh, have started opening up initially if you look at the covid 19 most of the urban markets it was partially closed now as the urban markets start opening up and also people started moving many offices are open and now uh, slowly the 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 income levels are going up so slowly i think i think we are able to see domestic scooter industry growing and this this uh, definitely we expect it to continue Uh, i am hoping that the wave 2 uh, will not be there in india hopefully thanks to the government initiative of uh, the vaccination also starting so i think if the same trend continues with respect to covid 19 you will see scooters uh, definitely growing in q4 and going forward and in terms of international market uh, i think uh, i think the demand is very good uh, in all the markets for the reasons of uh, stable oil prices and availability of uh, foreign currency and uh, stable currency so overall uh, there is a, there is an improvement in the demand uh, the the pent up demand according to me is slowly coming down because uh, uh, first quarter after that when the reopening started there were some pent up demands but according to me now the core uh, demand for indian brands are are seen very visibly seen and this trend will uh, continue uh, understood sir understood uh, thanks very much for that sir on the on the uh, uh, you did talk about uh, you know uh, that we have uh, successfully offset most of the cost increases with the price uh, hikes that we have taken so far and maybe another point on percent left uh, uh, to be taken uh, my question is on the margin uh, uh, for two parts sir one is um, uh, the mis incentive has now been stopped in the from the from uh, september um, so because of that are we have, have we seen any impact or and uh, on the new rot deep, uh, debt regime um, uh, are we uh do we know are we uh, aware of the rates that will come through uh, to compensate for that is there any price increases we have taken in the export market and generally what is the blended price increase we have taken in the export market that is the uh, first part on the mis sir secondly uh, on the other expenses uh, we continue to see very good control of other expenses uh, was there any impact of the higher container freight rates that we had to incur and uh, uh, how do we look at marketing and ad, ad expenses going into next year as well thank you i think mis uh, uh, you know uh, there there was an impact in the month from the 1st of september we have increased prices uh, towards that and rodtp uh, we are expecting the government will uh, compensate uh, sometimes from 1st of uh, january 2021 the scheme is announced but the details of the scheme is yet to be announced so we are waiting for that now coming back to uh, uh price increases even in international market we have taken the prices uh on marketing i think we have significantly moved to digital marketing that is definitely helping us and that will continue even post covid situation also digital marketing will be our focus uh, uh significant proportion will move towards the digital marketing so some of this cost are sustainable uh definitely sustainable Understood, sir. Understood. Uh, uh, thank you very much uh, for that, sir. I'll call back to you. Thank you. 
Ladies and gentlemen, in order to ensure that the management is able to address questions from all participants in the conference, please limit your questions to two per participant. Should you have a follow-up question, we would request you to rejoin the question queue. The next question is from the line of Kapil Singh from Namura. Please go ahead. Yeah, hi, sir. Uh, thanks uh, and congratulations. Uh, great set of results. Uh, firstly, you know, what I wanted to check was on GST cut. You know, we have talked about many times. But, uh, you know, when, when we interact with the government, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, they say that, um, you know, industry has been seeing a good growth. You know, we've seen 15% uh, plus growth. We are also seeing record high margins. So how do we hope to convince the government for a GST cut in that kind of a scenario? I think, I think it's the overall uh, buying power. And uh, if you look at a two-wheeler, it is used by the common man. So uh, that is the that is the key thing uh, for a common man, for a normal use, for a self-employed person. Uh, 28% is uh, really huge. Okay, so we are we are expecting government has taken many initiatives uh, from from uh, whatever we have seen, and that is supported definitely rural it has supported. So we are uh, we are also hoping that uh, they 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 will be looking at what all things can be done to really improve the demand in the industry. This opening up uh, of the uh, urban itself, we are able to see some more improvement. Vaccination will help. So government during the budget also, they will be considering many new uh, measures to boost up the demand. Okay. And so secondly, on the other expenses side, you know, some of your competitors have said that, uh, you know, other expenses will largely come back to a normal kind of level. So, uh, if you see, uh, uh, is there a risk here that uh, other expenses, if competition raises it, TVS uh, may also have to respond? I don't comment about competition, okay? As far as we are concerned, uh, salaries, we have, uh, uh, you know, we have revised our salaries back to normal and we have also given the increases uh, this quarter. Okay, that is one of the reasons the salary costs have gone up and uh, I think that is an annual appraisal and performance incentives will continue. Okay, and we will invest in the new technology areas, new domain areas where we will have uh, additional people. Okay, and uh, those those costs will be there. If you look at marketing and other expenses, definitely digital, the new way of working. Okay, post-pandemic also, we will look at all the other expenses and we will look at, uh, for example, this work from home as a concept. Okay, and looking at uh, overall uh, effectiveness, we find that this is very effective. So there are certain new learnings, whatever we are getting, those all will continue. Got it. Uh, so and some housekeeping numbers like care parts, revenue, how it has grown on a buy-by basis, and also on the financing side, if you could share some of the numbers, like what is the financing proportion and uh, the financing book. On the financing side, about the previous credit services, uh, the book size has grown and it is at 10,790 crores today. Uh, the uh, new book is performing very well. The collections are improving. Uh, the previous uh, uh, retail finance penetration for previous model companies is at 46% and compared to 49% uh, uh, last year. The, the reason for a little lower penetration during this quarter is mainly because the income impacted people are hesitant to borrow now. The uh, consumers are also very cautious 
It's a basically new loans. But one good thing is the urban markets really opening up. Things are coming back to normalcy and the retail finance penetration is going up. That's what they're witnessing now. The other factor is in the last quarter, most of the retail finance companies were disproportionately deploying their resources on the collections. That's the reason why the collection costs have also gone up on the collection side. As far as credit services, I agree the all is concerned. The, the performance for um, uh, the quarter is just um, uh, one minute. Q3 performance for previous credit services. I think she can do that. Yeah, this is uh, for the quarter. Is MBD is 59 crores as against last year's 58 crores, and the BFG is at 40, 43 crores as against last year's 41 crores. And the business disbursement in the current quarter was also gone up to 2,900 crores as against the corresponding previous quarter of around 2,200 crores. So we are almost coming back to the pre-COVID level in terms of uh, retail financing from previous years. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. And wish you all the best. Thank you. The next question is from the line of Basudev Banerjee from Ambed Capital. Please go ahead. Yeah, uh, thanks, sir, and uh, congrats for the excellent set of numbers. Uh, just uh, wanted to understand uh, in the initial uh, remarks, uh, you said uh, there's a 2% price hike uh, effective first uh, Jan, and uh, with the raw mat inflation, you will be missing out by 70, 80 bits. Uh, and you will try to cover it through uh, cost management, am I right, sir? Yes, yes, yes. We we will uh, we are we always look at uh, what are the opportunities for price increases. And other than that, there is a serious cost reduction exercise going on. Product mix maximization. Already, I told you that the combination of Apache, Entorque, and uh, Jupiter higher versions, the proportion is quarter after quarter going up. And uh, we we will constantly look at it to cover it. Sure, sure. So uh, just try to understand um, uh, this 2% plus uncovered 0.8%, even if one takes approximately 3%. So uh, what is the timeline uh, till which you are benchmarking this 3% uh, raw mat hike? Uh, because uh, there's always a contract. So you're th this kind of uh, price hike required must be based on certain date of contract where the renewed contract might happen on an inflated uh, price because steel, copper, aluminium, rubber, uh, crude, everything has moved up like 30-odd percentage plus in last uh, three to four months. I didn't say anything about 3% uh, carryover. I said 0.8%. Yeah, I'm saying 3% is already price hike taken plus 0.8. So combined, even if we take 3% uh, overall, so, uh, you mean that even... Uh, that we have to see. The price, price hike is for the industry. It is not only for TVS. It is in line with the industry. We are looking at the sure. prices. In addition, there is a huge drive on, uh, like I said very clearly, that there is a revenue growth. There is uh, increased premiumization. No, those, and a huge those, focus those, those on continued complete. focus cost, cost reduction. Premiumization in exports, premiumization in domestic, cost cuts, everything. I'm just trying to understand from a worst case scenario. Like, 
सेम स्टील प्राइजेज और कॉपर एल्यूमियम वॉट एवर इन्फ्लेशन एट स्पॉट प्राइस लेवल टूडे वॉट वन कैन सी यू मीन द टोटल कॉस्ट एस्कलेशन द प्राइस हाइक रिक्वायर टू डेवी थ्री परसेंट टू रिमेन ग्रॉस मार्जिन न्यूट्रल फ्रॉम अ टोटल बेसिस इन्फ्लुएंस इज ग्रोथ premiumization continued cost reduction initiative we are confident about that sure sure so you don't see any major damage to uh, gross margin just because of raw mat inflation q3 and uh, q4 is the best example what is the damage q3 we have seen the highest cost increases yeah, yeah, so yeah q3 you have seen our result q2 you have seen our result yeah, so yeah. cost increases cost increases are there in the industry material cost increases are there there is also price increase there is also cost reduction there are many other initiatives the company is looking at we are also looking at uh, like i explained on digital uh, marketing cost and other cost there are scale benefits available so operating leverage plus better mix plus lower material cost and fixed cost all this will lead to very strong ebitda going forward that is so nice to see you cross 5000 rupees ebitda per unit this quarter so that's that's great and um, uh, second thing sir um, with such good uh, free cash flow generation and uh, as gopal sir said almost uh, net cash other than that uh, 0.05% cost of debt uh, stuff um, what is the outlook on uh, investments uh, in your uh, subsidiary businesses as of now full uh, going ahead and uh, consolidated capex for the uh, year and next year sir we we will uh, like i said we will continue to invest in uh, new product development digital technology space and uh, because that is that is going to be the key focus of the company and tvs uh, credit services as uh, my colleague said uh, they are almost now 10000 10700 crores and almost pre covid levels and they will continue to grow both in uh, top line as well as in bottom line so all these areas we will continue to invest uh because that is what is going to be the future so if you can quantify uh, the total amount of capex plus investment uh, consolidated this fiscal and next year capex will so, be similar to this year capex will be similar to this year around uh, 500 crores yes and uh, investment in the arms like uh, investments uh, investments will be almost similar to this year in terms of uh, all these uh, areas whether it is tvfcs or uh, digital technology space it will continue it will continue the same uh, same way because these are all uh, future uh, future you know for for the future technology future space is very very critical for growing the revenue new products are uh, really the heartline of the company sure sir that's great sir all the best sir. thank you the next question is from the line of Gunjan Prithiani from JP Morgan please go ahead 
Yeah, thanks for for taking my questions. Uh, just a couple of follow-ups on the uh, TVS credit services. Did, can you just share about the um, the asset quality? If you can share the gross NPA number, and also you said there will be continuous investment in the TVS credit. If you can just clarify, this is essentially for growth and not you know we aren't really seeing any asset quality stress out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, this is this is only for growth related investment and definitely not for the asset quality or capital efficiency related issues. This is number one. As I said earlier, the new book is performing very well. Coming back to the gross NPA, which you have specifically asked, it is at 4.3% as against last year's 3.9%. The cost of collections have gone up a bit more. As I said, the, the effort is more for the directing the customers. And 85% of the Morag customers have become regular now. And the balance, 13 or 14%, have opted for restructuring. And the, the book size uh, uh, has grown. The profitability is healthy. And whatever uh, 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 the many customers are coming back, uh, what else do you want? The, the, the collections are improving better than uh, the last quarter, than the, better than the pre-COVID level. And all the investments are for future growth of TVS here. No, no, these numbers are helpful on the Morat and the restructuring. Just if, if, can, if I can get the equity number of the uh, on, on TVS credit, where is it right now? I don't understand your question. Okay, so you essentially about a hundred crore investment will continue in this business. Yeah. Overall, overall the performance is, is very good. The collections are encouraging better than the code level, and the new book is performing very well. The Murad customers are also coming back. Okay, got it. No, that gives very good color. The second question that I had was on the demand uh, outlook on the domestic front. Now, um, uh, you know, if, if we we continue to see the trends on the registration pretty weakish still on the two-wheeler side. Now, there could be, of course, you are doing well because some of your products are really, um, you know, gaining shares. So if you can really touch upon what is the retail uh, trend that you're seeing for the last, you know, couple of months in, in the domestic market. Uh, and if there is any divergence that you're seeing, uh, you know, uh, narrowing between the scooters and the uh, bikes, because scooters were lagging, have you seen that gap narrow now? I think uh, uh, scooters have just started because the due to COVID, the, most of the urban centers were uh, partially closed, uh, even even just before Diwali season. So practically post Diwali and Diwali season is what we have seen. Uh, the urban centers opening up. With urban centers opening up, we are seeing the demand for uh, scooters going up, and I am I'm, I'm confident that if COVID uh, second wave uh, will not happen in India, thanks to the vaccination initiatives, if these uh, these things are put in place, I'm very sure that you will see uh, scooters slowly coming back in a steady way. Okay, on uh, overall overall retail. We are we are seeing uptake uh, definitely. Like I said, uh, uh, last year Q4 uh, industry was very low. There were two challenges. One is everybody was moving from BS4 to BS6, plus middle of uh, March uh, uh, the closure. So I think this year you will see uh, better. And also 
the rural market uh, thanks to good monsoon and good reservoir levels and good agricultural produce and support from the government we are witnessing a good demand from the rural so overall i think uh, next financial year should be a good year okay got it just one question i mean just on the similar lines i mean you did point out that the cost of acquisition or co- you know cost of the uh, product has seen such a meaningful increase in the last couple of years and give, given this all commodity headwinds we are continuing to see you know take price increases and not just you everybody else in the industry uh, i mean uh, i mean how is industry approaching this because clearly there is a big affordability hit that you know any two wheeler buyer has seen um, um is isn't isn't there a case that if we continue to take these kind of increases it could have a bearing on the demand uh, you know looking ahead because i mean 25 30% increase in last 15 months if i look at ds6 plus the increments that we've been taking for the last three quarters that is a that is a reason i'm i'm saying there are there will be some initiatives we are expecting some initiative from the government also to boost this demand uh, uh in terms of uh, uh products if you look at it uh, really indian products are world class now with bsc cfi electronic fuel injection technology um as far as we are concerned um, you know our products are very much liked by the customers uh, we have given enough features along with bsc uh, which are really really first in best in class and uh, with uh, uh, 15% improvement in fuel efficiency because efi technology while the cost has gone up it has given huge benefit to the customer in terms of right quality right comes uh, you know the smoothness and also the fuel efficiency so overall uh bsx very customer advantage and if you look at uh, safety whether it is abs that is also improving the overall so uh, overall safety of the vehicle so overall if you if you look at india that way we have taken many initiatives which are good only thing is this pandemic and suddenly you know the ability of people to increase their income that is suffering but over a period of time Uh, and uh, what my colleague said on the retail finance also people were little apprehensive even for taking retail finance because of income now as the covid situation eases out as the vaccination improves i think people will start uh, slowly moving and their self employed people will start uh, getting their income so once the income cycle starts i think i think uh, people will definitely leverage retail finance as a key arm even if there are some price increases because products are becoming high quality best in class uh, for the type of uh, technology what uh, we have done so i am pretty confident that there is a mobility needs are there the penetration levels are low and premiumization definitely if you look at whether it is rentor or apache or the upper end of jupiter customers want it hmm. so only thing is this uh, this cost increases have happened in the short time and the pandemic also hit and uh, overall you know the timeline for people to absorb this has been very short yeah and financing non being fully there okay got it all right thank you so much thank you the next question is from the line of jinesh gandhi from motilal oswal please go ahead uh hi sir uh, first a uh, few bookkeeping questions one is can you share uh, usd in a realization export revenues and spare export uh, revenue just a minute export revenue for this quarter was uh, 1303 crores okay 
and uh, uh, all uh, all put together i think about 300 and uh, 522 crores 522 yeah okay and what it was for second quarter which one second okay. quarter spares spares for second quarter uh, second quarter i have to check okay no problem uh, and uh, USD offline, offline we can give you the data. <laughs> sure, sure. sure. Yeah. And uh, uh, USD and a realization? Which one you are asking? Dollar realization. USD and 74.2. 74.2. So that has been. Okay. Uh, coming to uh, the staff cost, uh, just to clarify, you said the salary cut reversal of first half uh, has been accounted in third quarter. Is that understanding right? No, no. First quarter we had the salary cut, but we reversed it from October, and we, there was also increase in salaries. Uh, so two things we did in Q3. So we reinstated the salaries, and we also gave increase in salaries. Right, right, right. So effectively, uh, the third quarter has some portion of first half salary reflecting in third quarter. Was that the right way to look at it? No, no, no. I said we reversed. We, we you just reversed. Uh, that. Okay. Reinstated the salary cut number one. Then we also increased the salaries. Normal increments were given. Okay. Okay. Got it. Uh, and last question pertains to uh, if I look at the moped, uh, uh, your wholesale volumes versus uh, the data of registration from Mahan. Uh, there is a substantial gap. So even if I adjust for the three states which are not covered by Mahan. There is still a huge gap of uh, almost 80, 85,000 units. Uh, any reason why such a gap should be there, particularly considering that uh, uh, Moped would not be uh, big in uh, one of the, I mean, at least in two of the three states which are not covered by Vahan? No, no, I am not able to get to your question. So if I look at the retail registration data of Mopeds from Vahan, uh, and compare it with wholesale data, uh, wholesale sales which we report, there is a huge gap uh, between the both numbers. Uh, why that uh, such a high gap should be there? I I, I have to check, but uh, normally, uh, see, we keep very lean stocks uh, of all products in all dealerships, maximum four weeks, and uh, registration mm -hmm. data is based on the retail. Only thing is the registration, it varies from state to state. And three, four right. states are not covered in this. That's all. Right. Otherwise, uh, according to me, there is no anomaly. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll take that uh, option with you. Thanks, and I'll come back in queue. Thank you. The next question is from the line of Amin Pirani from CLSA. Please go ahead. Yes. Uh, uh, hi, sir. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, my first question is actually on the mopeds. Uh, so this year we've seen a very strong recovery in mopeds. Uh, uh, obviously, the base of last year was very weak, but Going forward, uh, you know, given that, uh, you know, after BS6 moped prices have also increased substantially, what is the kind of use case for this product do you see and, you know, what kind of growth uh, do you see for this uh, product vis-a-vis uh, -vis the industry growth uh, uh, going forward? I think all product prices have gone up. Not only moped product prices. <laughs> I am assuming the buyer there is slightly more uh, price incident. That's my assumption. I could be wrong. No, no, no. Buyer also knows that whether it is a moped or a scooter or a motorcycle, everything has become BSC and the relative prices have gone up. Yeah. You cannot you cannot have only moped prices remaining same and EFI technology put on that. So, 
it is it is the pricing to be relative to the industry okay and yeah. every product has gone up it has also gone up number one moped i think uh, you know when the rural starts doing well uh, we have seen because uh, most of the customers uh, look at uh, rural and also uh, the the kind of technology whatever we have put uh, the customers are getting the benefit of better mileage good pickup a uh, good uh, load carrying capacity i think i think and we have also got uh, the moped comfort which is also used by a set of people who are using also for commuting so overall moped is uh, you know doing a reasonable job okay okay and uh, so my uh, second question is actually on the uh, investment so uh, this quarter you have uh, disclosed an investment of around 108 crores in tvs motor singapore uh is this related to norton uh, or or something else if you can help us understand what business it is related to this is partly for content and partly for digital related investments okay 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 and uh, lastly uh, on the on the uh, production link incentives i obviously the details are not available as of now but as a company uh, where do you think you know uh, whatever based on whatever discussions you would have had with the government what are the areas where it could benefit you and what is the kind of medium term benefit that you could see from such a scheme uh, for you i think it's too early to comment about it but whatever information we have uh, we will be eligible for that incentive what is the quantum how it is going to come those things we have to wait for more details to come in Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, thanks for that. I'll come back in the queue. Thank you. The next question is from the line of Ronak Sada from Systematics. Please go ahead. Yeah. Hi, sir. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, sir, uh, going back to the question on the domestic uh, industry, uh, could you highlight how has the retail sales been post festive season? So, let's say for December and current month, how things been? Uh, and any uh, uh, geographical, you know. a uh, flavor which you can add which uh, which uh, which you know regions are doing better than the rest i think overall uh, season was uh, uh, okay for us and uh, i think for the industry also it was okay uh, and uh, this quarter as i said in q4 last year uh, you know the industry was going through the transition from bs4 to bs6 right. and uh, suddenly middle of march we had the closure so i am expecting q4 to do well and overall if you look at the economy uh, the the rural uh, is continuing to do well and urban once it start fully operational and if the covid uh, second wave as of now i think it is very positive there is uh, no covid second wave in india vaccination i think overall you know you will see that positivity coming uh, definitely that is going to help the industry and we will continue to do better than the industry both in uh, definitely in india with the kind of brands what we have sure sure and you you know touched upon the new product launches uh, uh, will it be possible to highlight something more you know which uh, uh, which categories we are you know uh, uh, will 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 be seeing new launches uh, some some more details we will continue to invest in new product development because that is that is the that is the uh, like i said heartline of the company and this is most important because uh, we always look at the white spaces and we keep focusing on that closer to launch i will give you more information sure sir but you highlighted we will be launching few products in first quarter of 22 right no 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 not first quarter first half of next year 
first half of next year okay sure and and the last question is i mean if i look at your volumes in the current quarter they are almost similar to q3 of fi19 around you know 990000 units and your other expenses are almost you know lower by 200 basis points so i mean if you can just you know touch upon what where has been those you know cost uh, uh, benefits come come from which uh, which areas have we targeted uh, on the other expense side and and which are the low hanging fruits right now you know as we see uh, volume recovery over the next let's uh, say 12 to 18 months which are the low hanging fruits where you know some more cost uh, benefit can come from I think there is always uh, opportunity for looking at the cost. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, we are first focusing on the robust revenue growth, growing ahead of the industry in domestic and international. That will give a lot of scale benefits. Then increased premiumization. That will give better mix. Okay, and there is a serious cost reduction initiative on the material cost side. And fixed cost, like I said, there are many elements like digital in marketing. and uh, the 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 uh, during the pandemic we have learned a lot in terms of uh, you know uh, definitely looking at uh, it connectivity work from home i think there is a combination of things we have learned post uh, uh, post covid also whatever is effective uh, what is going to add benefit to the company benefit to the bottom line all those initiatives will continue definitely <laughs> So with all this effective, I am very confident about the EBITDA going forward will grow. Sure, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, and all the best. Thank you. The next question is from the line of Kumar Rakesh from BNP Paribas. Please go ahead. Hi. <clears throat> Thanks for taking my questions. Uh, most of my questions are already discussed. uh just wanted to understand get some uh, discussion around the international market which you talked about has been doing uh, very well and uh, uh, supply uh, the container shortage essentially is impacting can you please understand that where this demand is coming from and what is driving this strong demand in those markets i think i think if you if you look at the uh, uh, african markets uh, first is most important thing is the stability of most of this market post covid most of the market got opened and uh, uh, and if you look at african market is the most uh, you know it is self employed or taxi market uh, those markets are definitely because uh, uh, the the demand there is uh, definitely being helped by the oil prices foreign currency and uh, stability of exchange rates second uh, uh, same way the asian markets and latam markets so overall every market we are seeing uh you know two wheeler as a as, as a good uh, demand that is one thing which is positive second uh, second is we have a very good range starting from hlx series and uh, radion and entorc uh, uh, in certain markets and apache in many markets so overall i think the the range is also helping so put together i think uh, uh, the demand is uh, very very positive Great. thank you for that uh, my next question was around so in the premium segment the general uh, trend which we have been noticing that it has been going much stronger than the rest of the two wheeler segment and you had earlier about the northern brand as well so are we planning to start uh, using that and start uh, expanding in that segment using this brand in the in the near near term i think the strategy of uh, northern and what our plans are and a full discussion and once we are closer to announcing our next steps we will definitely share with you okay got it thank you can we have the last question please thank you
The last question will be from the line of Raghunandan from MK Global. Please go ahead. Uh, thank you, sir, for the opportunity. Uh, uh, just uh, following up on the other expenses side, uh, so, you know, like uh, despite uh, a strong uh, volume performance compared to last year, other expenses are uh, on the lower side. So, you know, just wanted to understand whether there would be any part of uh, other expenses uh, which are lower temporarily and uh, can increase to pre-COVID levels as we go to further quarters or would this be a sustainable level? See, the, the marketing expenses or uh, the other expenses on uh, many areas, marketing expenses is the biggest, that is the reason I'm highlighting that. That will continue because we are we are more and more becoming digital and uh, we are investing in digital in a big way. So that uh, that will that is sustainable, okay, and we are able to reach to the customer. Uh, maybe there may be slight improve increases in the conveyance and travel because of the uh, opening up, but we are also seeing this uh, this COVID has taught us quite a lot of things we are able to do through teams. So it's not that for everything and everything you have to travel. But if uh, for market visit and, uh, you know, customer inside work or anything, you have to travel, we will travel. So according to me, many initiatives, whatever we have started, I think we will continue post uh, the COVID situation. Marginal increases may be there in conveyance and travel. Uh, but uh, see, when, when the revenue significantly grows, uh, the percentages will keep coming down. The scale benefit that is exactly set on the operating leverage, that will help us significantly. Thank you, sir. Just one last question. On the new product side, uh, would the focus be more on variants of existing brands or uh, any new, all new models are expected? Both will be there. We will continue to delight uh, with uh, the variants of the current models and new products. If you, if you look at uh, even, even this season, we have given the uh, Entorque, uh, uh, you know, the squad version, super squad edition. So I think you have to constantly delight the customer and uh, TVS will continue to invest in that. <coughs> Plus new products. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much Thank and you. all the best. Thank you. Thank you. So once again, once again, thanks to everyone. Uh, uh, Happy New Year. Stay safe. Let 2021 bring very good prosperity to everyone. And let this COVID, uh, you know, completely be contained and let this vaccination also completely eradicate this. That is our, our, our sincere wish. And uh, with the kind of, uh, you know, with the portfolio of mega brands, what we have, uh, starting from Apache, Jupiter, Entor, Star Range, HLS, Edeon, King, I think we will grow ahead of the industry, both in international and domestic. The revenue growth, robust revenue growth, and a better products mix through premiumization and uh, aggressive cost reduction, both in uh, material cost and fixed cost. We are pretty confident that we will continue our EBITDA sustained improvement in the short term and the medium term. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ladies and